Warning. This podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. Did you know all swans in England belong to the Queen? No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. It's a fact. Also. Tech. Cars. Lifestyle. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and John Abood. You're not Chris Bowen. No, I'm not. You are not. You didn't sound like Chris Bowen. The fact wasn't nearly as good as any of Chris Bowen's oh, names. So. That's hard early, mate. That's well, really what hard. What the hell's going on here? That's just not very nice. I'm taking over the facts for a few weeks while Bowen takes a break. Is that all right? Is it, is it deserved a break? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a well-deserved break. And uh, look, let's be clear. If this doesn't work well with you and me, mm. well, we'll do a podcast when Bowen's back. Okay, right. You got that? Okay, well, I see. I'm, just, I'm following. Just let me um, let me put you on notice in right. that sense. Uh, well, we're off to a terrible start because that fact sucked. So, nah, um, mate. All swans in England belong to the Queen. Does that, does that mean the Queen can go up and just pick up a swan? Can well, she, mate, when she... was the last time you saw the Queen pick up a swan? <laughs> well, it's, what not okay. like, it's not like it says all corgis it, it... belong to the Queen because that's a risk. <laughs> As a, as a corgi owner, you'd be at risk of her taking your corgi to her castle. Wait, are you saying that you, you can't have a pet swan in the UK? Well, I don't think people have pet swans. Yeah, but, Mate, <laughs> I just think, you wanted to, right? Mate, Let's say you wanted to. I'm a- just going to stop you right there. You've taken this far too, far too seriously, far too far, and I don't want to hear any more of it. <laughs> Was it a serious fact? It's something to be taken seriously. Anyway, let- imagine you have a pet swan. I've got a better way to start the show. Go on. Before we actually get into the content. Please. Is that okay? G'day everyone, I'm Daniel Ricardo, and you're listening to EFTM, everything for the man. I love the way he said the last That bit. was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, at the end of the interview, I'm like, so can we do two things real quick? Yeah. And I got him to send Rusty a cheerio, and then I said, can you do a little, and he actually did it, um, he, he because uh, I just said, you know, can you just say this, it's not yep. rocket science, you know, <laughs> do you mind? Uh, and he was like, yeah, cool, cool, no worries, can do. Um, but obviously when you're just thrown something, you know, you don't know whether it's going to go right or wrong. So his first attempt. EFTM, what's going on? Daniel Ricardo here. Um, thanks. Wait, what was your thing? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's like, what, what, I forget what you wanted me to say. Mate, all I wanted you to say was your name and EFTM. Yep. But he did. He, anyway, he nailed it. No, that's good. Uh, well, give that interview a plug. That's that's been well, doing it was, the rounds. It's on last week's podcast. It's on the. It's in the pod. Have you right, not? Do I you see. subscribe to the podcast? <laughs> well, Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> John Abood does not subscribe to the EFTM podcast. I, listen, I that's, go and uh, I hunt wow. each episode down. But if wow. we haven't done an episode. You say I don't go hunting. What? No, that's. But it's doing. It's, go, it's gone beyond the EFTM sphere. You can you can say these things to make me feel good, but at the end, <laughs> I still <laughs> remember that you don't listen to the EFTM podcast because you're not subscribed because you would have known that the man cave interview last week was Daniel Ricardo. But see, I knew that the man cave interview was Daniel Ricardo. I just didn't yeah. listen to it. That's all. Oh, you did, did you? No, I didn't. Okay, I sure. made a conscious no, no, we put it on YouTube. Uh, and uh, it's, well, it's about 130,000 now. Mm-hmm. It's going very well. Very well. Uh, I did well on Facey as well, mm-hmm. uh, but we've uh, we've just done a deal to have it on KO, streaming on KO. KO Sports. Look, How exciting. let's not beat around the bush. I don't know why I'd watch it on KO because it's free on YouTube. Well, because you've, you've got KO. No, but here's the thing. I did notice, and even though I've got YouTube on the big screen TV, mm-hmm. it did look good. Yeah. I put it up on KO on the Apple TV. It looked pretty good. Anyway, I don't, we're, we're just talking about ourselves now. But Isn't that all we do here? Anyway, this is a long overdue podcast back from several weeks of travel and whatnot. But John, we need to talk because you and I haven't discussed, literally have not discussed this topic, folding phones. So Samsung Mm. folding phone, Huawei Mm. folding phone. Yeah, It was a massive two weeks for folding phones. Your thoughts, John Abood? Um, I can't get over the main hurdle. I can't get over the, the one question that most people are asking. And the one question I can't stop asking is why? And why? And then why? following why? Yeah. I just, uh, for me, I, I've, t- I've, held, I've held one. The, I can't remember which one. What did you hold? Holding it? phone. It's, yes. Well, I actually did a little Oh, video. the royal doing, thing. Yeah. The, yeah, the royal that's... last one. Yeah, but, but listen, conceptually speaking, I can't find a use for it. Okay. So first and foremost... Mm. That's like saying, no, I can't think of an analogy, but trust me, <laughs> what you held at CS was rubbish. Rubbish. Yeah, okay, right. Like utter rubbish. 
you compare that to the Huawei, which is a similar form factor, folds mm-hmm. back on itself. Yep. So the front and back screens become one big screen. Yes. Um, it's like chalk and cheese. You know, there's just no, they're, they're just so different. The quality, the 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 weirdness of the screen on that one, at the sort of see, it's just awful. But so I'm on the train today. Um, I don't know. I was on a bus and a train, and it was a lot, a lot of time, like an hour and a half. A lot of people commute every day on the train. And you hate people, this, so this oh, is big. This no. Is really big. Well, I had headphones. I don't have to talk to anyone. Right, okay. So. But the, a lot of people sitting on their phones. In fact, everyone's sitting on their phones. Mm. So that's the point where you go click and you open it up and you go, well, browsing this website's much better on a bigger screen. Watching this video, much better on oh, a bigger screen. Oh, really? I'm telling you, when you open up a website on a larger screen, eight inches is fine. Yeah. It's easier to read. There's more to see. The layout's different. We've we've become accustomed to this mobile world mm. where everything's this tiny, thin screen in front of you. That's the market. The market is when you're sitting at the doctor's surgery, bored because the doctor is typically 20 minutes late and it's going to be 30 anyway, and you want to read that email. You want to you want to do that thing. Okay. And how do you uh, how do you justify that against the weight? And against the size of a foldable phone, when you fold it, it's still a chunky phone. When you fold that thing up, how do you justify the inability to put that in a pocket? So the or? Samsung one, chunky, mm. 17 mil. The Huawei one does not feel chunky. Heavier? No, not much. Really? At all. No. It doesn't, it's not mind-blowing, no. For yours, what, what, where does a folding phone lack out compared to a high-end? Lack out? Phone? Yeah, what, 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 what doesn't it have? Doesn't what's it have? What's it missing? It's not missing anything. Camera quality? So this is the thing. The Huawei has a triple lens like a camera. Mm. It doesn't need a front and a back because that can be the front or the back. Yeah, sure, when you fold it. Right? Yeah. It's everything. Um, so no, I don't think it's lacking at anywhere. In, in fact, the in, Huawei one's space. 5G. Battery size? Battery size is like enormous because it's there's a battery behind each screen. So the the only issue is going to be, first and foremost, when we get them in the wild, what do they look like outdoors? Right? What's the screen? Because they spend yeah, a lot of money sure. and time on screens now to make sure they look good in a glare yep. and all that stuff. How's it going to look in a glare? I don't know. So that's a big unknown. Um, and also, how, where do you carry it? How do you carry it? Right? Because how I, do you how do you carry it? It's a big. I'm one. with you. It, it's definitely thicker than your average phone, yeah. right? And I'm a side pocket kind of guy. It's certainly As not going to be a back pocket phone. No. Uh, I don't think any phones are back. I think anyone that puts their phone in their back pocket's stupid. And should be treated as such. Listen, what if you sit down on it? No, it's just... No, I just know that Stephen Fennick is 100% a back pocket phone guy. And so all I could think of was him listening to this. And (laughs) uh, just wanting to bash you. Oh, look, likely. Um, And and he's a much bigger fellow than I. He, He could... Probably easily. Yeah, I wouldn't take on anyone who played first grade rugby league. No, I don't care whether it was 10, 20, or 30 years ago, no mate. Good decision, no. No, pretty um, stupid. But anyway, but I'm, I stick someone will tweet him now and let him know. I think it's dumb to put a You said phone it was stupid. Well, you I, called I, the person stupid <laughs> and you think the act is dumb. That's what I'm saying. I can't get out of this one, can I? Look, the fact is, John, I don't disagree with you. It's, it is. It's dumb. Because I, I worry about a phone. You've got a thousand bucks in your back pocket yeah. that could break. Yes. No thanks. Uh, but still, so where do you, where, how do you carry this thing? Where you have to hold it in your hand everywhere you no, go? No, no, no. So I, I think the Huawei is thin enough to feel fine in your side pocket. Really? Yeah, totally. I don't no understand how that works. Well, it's only 11 mil thick. Well, hang on. Well, hold on. What's Yours is seven. That's seven. Oh, yeah? Okay, righto. Well, so we're, this is the difference. The Samsung is like putting two phones on top of each other mm. um, with a gap. Whereas the Huawei is like putting two phones on top of each other, but two of the thinnest phones. Mm. So yeah, there's there's something to it. Uh, but you know, it's four. Let's say it's four thousand bucks for the Huawei, three thousand for the Samsung. I don't want to carry that out of my house. I'm no nervous. More. Like people drop phones now. Imagine mm. Bowen with one. He's, he's like drops <laughs> stuff all the time. So you know. Uh, well, that's a good point. The bottom line is here. Let's be real. Uh, people. There will be people who buy this phone because they're complete show-offs. And it's a novelty, yeah. And I will use the phone for as long as I'm allowed to. 100% because you will. Because you're a show-off too, yeah. yeah. A wanker. Well, well I'm, I'm a reviewer of technology. Oh, I'm a, a cutting-edge sure. early adopter. Right. Uh, and a wanker. <laughs> but <laughs> there we go. Is, there it is. But in reality, this yeah. is not about 2019. This is about 2023. This is whoa, about where whoa, phones yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. We're not talking that far. Yeah, no, no. I'm talking. I'm talking reasonable? the. Ev- no, no. I'm talking the evolution. I'm okay, talking. Okay, okay. So this time next year there'll be fifteen hundred dollars smart folding phones. Okay, right? Because yeah. Alcatel will release one. Sure, it'll happen. You know, yeah. All that kind of stuff. But what's really interesting is what you do now. That now that companies have created the ability to fold and bend a screen. Yes. What do you do? So we've got 
uh, Samsung have gone, we'll open it like a book. We've got Huawei that have gone, well, I don't know how you describe that. We'll fold the book back on itself. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's yep. cover to cover. Whereas I, I genuinely love the idea of taking a screen that is six inches, yep. the size of a smartphone, and just going, folding it in half, like a flip phone. Evolved. <laughs> no, you do not. You yeah. like that as a concept. Yes. Why? Because then it's smaller and it's just sitting over there. It's a tiny little thing. And TCL had a had an example of one that folded, but it didn't fold so the tops didn't match. There was a bit of the screen kind of showing oh, I did see for that. notifications. Like uh, that's yeah, so you but could the, see but who it looked, it looked like a weird little wedge thing. Yeah, but though, it, didn't was, it? it was it was it was a 3D printed model. It wasn't yeah, a real thing. Right, I, yeah, yeah. But this is my point: is no one knows who's going to do what. You had Xiaomi had one that was. It, kind of like Huawei, it folded back on itself, but it folded back in the middle. At the, it's just there's so many concepts. Do you know where I'd like to see it go? Into s- into some smartwatch variant where I'm kind of wearing a screen around Stop my Stop you right there. Sam Scontos from Alcatel said, mate, you'll see exactly that. He said, you'll see people wearing a wristband yep. that would obviously look weird to us today, yes. but I think in the future maybe not, that's maybe... I don't know. I just can't imagine something four centimeters thick, you know, like a, a woman's, you know, big bracelet. Right. But it's it's on your wrist and it's yep. wrapped around, and then you just take it off like a snap band. Have you seen those snap oh, bands? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it's a it's a smartphone. Okay, that was a little more than I wanted. What do you want? I'm thinking like a like I want to wear it like a watch, like a real nice big thing. So maybe like five to seven centimeters long up my wrist, and it's a, a thin screen bending around my wrist. But then what would I do? That's it. Hello, it's just that's a my whole phone. Yeah, but how Make a call, you... hold my hold my wrist no. up to my ear. That's a cool idea. I've got a screen there. Okay, I can, just can I just stop you right there? Just, just gonna stop you right there for a minute. Just need to get my phone. And if you could just hold your phone up to your ear again, that'd be great. This is how I would do it. This is how you would take a call if on your, my wrist. If your wrist, watch. I'm just going to show you before I post this on Instagram. That's how much of a dickhead you look. Like. <laughs> that's okay. fine. No, because that's you look. You kind of almost hold a phone at that angle anyway. No, no, John. That's you look like a dickhead. Wow. Because your hands are going past your head. Yeah, but mate, hello. If it was the norm, if I had a really cool, <sighs> right, I've been brushed. Uh, folding phones. But look, this is my point, right? The concepts yeah. are now to the point where endless. Now, I've said this to Stephen on Two Bikes Talking Tech, but he, here's my thought: because people say, "What's Apple going to do?" Right? I'll tell you right now, Apple won't release a folding phone in the Why? next two years. Why? Three even. Because I don't think that's the go. I think the go is, okay, we've got a beautiful iPad. It's ten inch, 9.7 inches or yep. 10 inches, whatever it is. Well, what do they charge for that? What? The new one. What do they charge? What's the Which one? You can get it for 460 the, Okay, the standard one, but the, the iPad Pro is well, like 1000 Because I'm just looking, if, if you were to buy a iPhone for 1500 and an iPad for 500 bucks, you got two grand because you said the Huawei was about 4000 Yeah, exactly. Folding but phone. It, well, it folds in your pocket, though. I just figured you just can't get, fold the iPad and the phone. An, you'd get an iPad and Right now, yes, you would buy an iPad Pro. It's yeah. a better device, right? Yeah, go on. But iPad mini disappears, let's say, and you have an iPad Pro mm-hmm. that folds. Now, why does it fold? Not because it does anything fancy. It doesn't do anything amazing when it's folded. It's just smaller. Mm. So it's more portable, mm-hmm. not for putting in your pocket, but it's more portable just to put in your bag. Plus, the screen's protected when it's in your bag because it's folded on itself. It's fo- yeah, right. That's do you know good. what I mean? Yeah, so, so it no doesn't have to be... Like that. Yeah, foldable yeah. screens doesn't have to be about smartphones folding. It yep. just means Compact- screens can be folded. Yep. Yeah, so compact... So you, um, you see that coming before you see an Apple... From Apple, yes. Oh, yeah, right. From Apple, I don't see a folding iPhone, but I could be 100% wrong because the next 12 months is going to be massive for... Innovation in folds. I think that's I think that's a great idea. I think if they did something like that where the foldable tech was a lot less... Because everyone has a cover on... I haven't seen an iPad without a cover on it. Yeah, that's if right. If you're going around without a cover on your iPad, you're just as crazy as the people that put the phones in the back pockets. I think... Crazy or stupid? Stupid. 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 You're dumb. Wow, stupid. Double, I'm doubling down. Doubling down, down there. <laughs> Look, if I'm going to get a right hook from Stephen Fennick, I'm going to get a right hook from Stephen Fennick. I've just accepted that reality. Um... But I think uh, in that protection space, I think that'd be really cool. I, and and mm. and as you said, do you reckon the TCL one is more about protection because all they're going to allow for? No, no, that- that's just a form factor thing. That's just them going. Here's here's sixteen different examples yeah, of right. how a fold could work. That's just them putting it out there. You know, just they're, they're not they're not suggesting sure. that's a product at all. But I don't know. Uh, I'd be interested in people's views. You can hit us up on uh, on the twits at EFTM on the what on the twits, mate. Well, most of Twitter is just full Holy of twits. Holy shit, you've gotten real not old. our audience, but. <sighs> It's just not a great place to be. Twitter, there is a lot of there's a lot of nonsense on Twitter. 
it's just not a good place. What a bullshit. It's not a happy place. And you know what? People aren't held to account as much. What, mate? I feel like on Facebook, when you put out a you put out a message on Facebook, like you talk shit in a comment or something, all your friends and family are there, and you just you know your grandma's got, or at least in my case, you know your grandma's got Facebook or whatever, and you got your aunties and stuff on Twitter. It's just kind of this whole free for all. You can just shit talk anyone at all times. So Twitter's problem is your family's not there. I think that's the main issue. Yeah, I think we should we should expand on that at some point because it's probably quite right. You're listening to the FTM podcast. Yes. Um, now the other thing, this is interesting. I saw this watch, got to be two years ago. This is how long it takes products to get to Australia sometimes. Oh, I thought it was your review process. (laughs) Well, it was a good podcast. You lasted 15 minutes, John. Um, but I can tell you right now, John won't be back next week. Uh, Uh, It's been a pleasure having me. I was thinking, we're going to need another person. I'll probably get Fennigan. Okay, right. No worries. I'm going to get Fennig Um, and you on the show next week and then I'm going to replay what you said about uh, him, yeah, and just see how that shit goes down. Can I remote in from home? No. Okay, right. No, that's not technology yeah. that we have. Oh, we do. No, nah, no, we don't. Mate. Oh, okay, right. No, it doesn't work. Uh, anyway, so the Alcatel family watch is a little kid's watch. Yep. Uh, looks pretty cool, funky, all those things. Yes. The problem with smartwatches for kids, and there's a great one out there called um, Space Talk. It's an Aussie company. It's 350 bucks, big time in JB now. Mm-hmm. That, originally, it was one of those online things, but they got it into JB, which is big. Easy to buy, easy to put a SIM in, all that kind of stuff. But this Alcatel one is now being sold through Vodafone. So it took a while for, okay. I guess, Vodafone to test it, let alone Vodafone to decide there was a market for two it or whatever. Two years, yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to say two years, but it might have only been a, a public product for a year. It's like one of those things you sure. see at a show that it's isn't been, really ready. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Vodafone is selling the Alcatel Move Time Family Watch uh, for 180 bucks. Uh, out. You can just buy it. That or is half the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's special. one of the biggest problems for yeah. Space Talk. And um, because it's Vodafone, you can just say, I want to pay it off over three years. Yep. So it's like five bucks. <laughs> and then they've created a $10 a month, um, I guess, kid sim. Oh, how good. 10 bucks a month gives you all the calls you need, yep. plus a gigabyte of data, which is all you really need for you know tracking and the other yeah, stuff yeah, that you yeah. might do on it. Because the kids, so what happens is the kids can... Dial, they can phone people in the list. So you can yep. set up your family. So you pre-program, pre-program who's in sure. there, mum, dad, granny, whatever. Yep. They can send emoji messages only. They're not text messages. They're actually data because it comes up in the app. Right. So if, I, if Victoria sends me a message, it comes up in the app, not as an SMS. But you, say, you said it's an emoji message? Yeah, they, they can't write messages. They They're just, just like 10 emojis to use. Happy, sad, you know. That's. Re- I feel like it'd be really difficult for her to send you a message. Voice messages as well, so okay, she can we'll press see, a button and send me a little message. Yeah, well, I hadn't finished, we'll, so, okay, you know. We'll, sorry, we'll go on then. Okay, fine. Okay, right. Uh, so they can send those messages, voice emoji, or actual phone calls to the people in their contacts. Yep. Obviously, it is just a phone number, so I don't believe there's any limitation on who can call them. That's my only thing I can think of right now as a negative is, well, ran, you know, those random um, telemarketing gets a telemarketer call. call. Yeah. yeah, so that's, yeah. that's potentially annoying. I'm going to reach out to Vodafone and find out whether there's mm. anything that can be done about that, but... Um, I like the idea, and the thing is, I tested it. The battery life wasn't amazing on the first couple of days we tested it, but I had it on full tracking mode. Um, now it, it should last a whole day, there's no doubt. But I also don't need it in full tracking mode. I just want to be able to, at any given time, open it up and go. Well, she's on the bus because Wait, so the what's, thing's moving. What's full tracking mode versus? Basically, you get a little map that shows you, you know, dot points as where they were during the day. Okay. So you can look and back and at any what given day. The other day. mode is where they currently the, are. Right the other mode second? is you can just open up the app and see where they are. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, um, it would be nice to, though. I mean, yeah, so yeah. you're so I think full tracking mode, how long did it last? Oh, it, you get through a day. You got through a day? Okay. Well, at sorry. best. That's all you need. Well, You charge it at night. It wasn't enough for me to feel comfortable. Let me put it that way. Okay. Okay? So I think what they've got to do is they've got to work on the tracking mode timing, the intervals. You should be able to, as a parent, say just every hour, lay a pin on a map. Sure. Or every 20 minutes or whatever it is. So yep. the shorter the duration you set, the worse the battery life course, will be. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, you can set up school mode. What about this? The only problem I had with school mode was you say there's an afternoon and a morning. So you say 8 uh, or 9 a.m. till midday yep, and then midday till 3 p.m. But what I wanted to do was say, okay, so I want it in school mode from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., which is lunchtime, sure. and then school mode again from 2 to 3. But uh, morning, the morning zone wouldn't let you go past midday. So you could only do 9 till 12 and then... 12 to 1, and then you couldn't set another period. So little things like that as yeah, a parent, sure. not perfect to, in the app, but all very app-based, yeah. all very easy to fix in, in software. But I don't know. I, I don't know that you can pos- possibly reflect on your childhood, John, but I'm assuming that you're not that young that 
you were weren't homebound, but like when I was a kid, we just did whatever we wanted, went wherever we wanted. Much the same. Much but the same. At I what age of... did you start just walking out of the home, uh, going going out would with your have mates? Been when I hit high school, uh, I mean around the neighbourhood. I guess we were doing that. Have you always lived in that same area? Uh, around yeah, in the similar areas. Yeah. Um, around the neighbourhood, I guess we were running. It would have been ten years old, running around doing whatever yeah. in, the, in the cul-de-sac or you know in the street with the with the kids of the street. Uh, and then as far as going out and, and really exploring the world, uh, maybe high thirteen. High yeah, school, yeah, right. From from about year seven. So I I this is not for high school kids. So you. You get no, bashed if course. you go. Your kid would get is, bashed. Is, is it not? A, it's not an attractive. It's, it's not, a cool kids watch. It's either pink or it's blue, cool right? For kids. Yeah. 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 Okay, so right. it's for. I say it's for seven, eight, and nine year olds. Yeah. Right. Okay. I wouldn't want my ten year old wearing this in year six. Because it possibly get teased. Copper hit. Yeah. Yep. Um. That's that's where you're getting close to smartphone territory anyway. Yeah. Right? Sure. Yeah. So maybe it's time for that. So that's well, the, uh, hang on. As as a parent with kids of those ages, what, at what age do most people do most kids have a smartphone? Out of curiosity. Oh, I think it's year five and six now. Really? Where, mate, Jackson got one in year seven yep. this year, but there was definitely many kids in his year in year six that in had year phones. Six. I was like, dude, what do you need a phone for? They're going yeah, to school. They're at the yeah, primary yeah. school. When you got to go to high school, it's a big deal. I get that. But year six, I think, is too young. So yeah. I think it's a 12-year-old thing. Just interjecting and completely sidetracking this Alcatel thing. I'm really worried about the kids of the generation that have everything documented. Like, well, when I was, I was, I got until probably 15 or 16 before smartphones were commonplace and before social media was being widely used by people my age. Yeah. And so I got away with a lot of the dumb things that I would have said and done as a younger teenager without being documented. They, they, they got lost to MSN Messenger or they got lost, you know what I mean? Yeah, but... But, but imagine your kid takes a photo that's stupid or... Oh, does you know sends out a tweet? It's a little dumb. That's out there for. Well, let's be clear. They're not on Twitter and they're not on Facebook. Sure, but what if they sent a snap? They're on Instagram, a right? Or an Instagram post, yeah, and someone screenshots. You know what I mean? I feel oh, like okay, so we're you're in a generation about now where where your embarrassing years, the years where you do dumb shit and you get away with it, is now being documented. You're not going to get away with it. That's see, what I'm worried about. That's why. I, so I'm just scrolling through one of my son's mates. So my Jackson's not on Instagram. Yep. We're not letting him on because uh, we want him to be older. Sure. And I'm thinking, so these are the, I'm just showing John Instagram page of a kid. I'm not going to in any way try and identify him verbally, but uh, it's smart kid. Smart kid, this kid, yeah, right? Looks, looks pretty so standard. these Nothing. are the, I guess you'd say posts, right? Yeah. There's no stories here, but his stories are completely weird, right? right. There's just... Nothing normal about them. In a way, like it just in, make, in makes no sense. To, no, no, no. Nothing, okay, right, nothing inappropriate. Weird. Sure, they're just weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas this kid, uh, I'm just going to say, is not a major. I'm not a major fan of. But okay, sure. Again, you know, he's just activity based. A lot of videos of an activity he's liking to do. Yeah. You know, there's nothing really bad here if all this stuff stays in his no, world. You know, I guess. But if you look back that, at, so I think that. What I'm saying is, yep. if I compare what I'm showing you there as their public posts yep. to their stories, which yes. are those ephemeral, you know, delete after 24 hours things, um, I actually think kids are pretty smart. They yeah. go, oh, this is rubbish. I'm just going to post this. Most of the time it's just, you know, my biggest problem with buddy um, oh. stories yep. is, have, have you got any, do you even follow any younger generation? You've got any brothers or uh, any yeah, younger yeah, now? I've got younger sister. I don't young think there's brother. any here, but mate, they ask Questions. So they use Instagram oh, to ask yes. questions like yes. TBH. They do. Oh, you know, that's an old one. That's a classic TBH. One. Yeah. Which stands for John? To be honest. To be honest. And then to what you do honest. is you reply and you mm. say, Oh, I think you're fat. Or I think you're nasty. That's a thing that happens. Like that's a crazy you're just thing asking that happens, for yeah. problems when you're saying to people, Oh, tell me honestly. But the thing is, people are willingly, and they share the answers, and normally, obviously, they share the lovely ones, but yes. there's no doubt they're opening themselves up to some weird, potentially bullying-style answers, and that's the problem with social media. With that, we, had, we had a similar structure uh, in high school, a lot of, you know, 13, 14 years old, where you would you'd put out a little status like that, TBH, and then your friends would would tell you to do a TBH about them, and so yeah. you post something then about your friend, and they were, again, typically always kind things and oh, I love you and do this. But uh, sometimes, and, and plenty of times, there were kids that were just dropping abuse like it was nothing. They'd be like, to John, pick a fashion, mate. Well, so John suddenly started wearing suit pants and suit 
uh, shoes. Why do you have to? And a t-shirt. Why are you, it's a good this is your barber shop, is that what you said? support my decision? <laughs> can't you just back me up for once? I just love the fact that you've actually chosen a uh, style. It's, it's an aesthetic. Yeah, I picked yeah. the 1920s barber shop. That's aesthetic. it. I there it is. I look more Italian than anything. I got the hair Anyway, what back. were you saying? I look great, first and foremost. Um, oh, but look, all I'm saying is, I, anyway, we've gone off track from, from where we started at Alcatel. But well, let me, let me end it with this. Go on. The Alcatel Kids Watch, no social media. Which is a really good, you know, so seven, eight, I think, seven, eight, nine to even yeah, 10. Oh, that's seven, a, seven, eight, nine, 10. So here's the yeah. reason I don't mind this kind of product. Cause I think it's okay for parents to begin the conversation, essentially train your kids about tracking. Yep. Oh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, hey, I, I definitely I, thought you were going to say technology there. No, no, no. Tracking. I want like Jackson's, I, I know where Jackson is right now. I can uh, look at my phone. I can look at an app and he can see. He can see where I am. I can see where he is. Okay. I want them to know yep. that when I want to, I can find out where they are. And if you start mm. that early enough, like if you at 13, if your mum and dad said, by the way, from now on, we want an app on your phone that tells us where you are at all times. Yep. You'd be like, go away. But if you've had that early on and you train through that, yeah. then you're less likely to fight it. I know that there will come a time in the next three years where Jackson will go, mate, I'm uninstalling that rubbish. Yep. But at It'll that happen. point, yeah, that's fine. But- I reckon you're buying yourself more time in a kind of understanding world mm. if you start them early on that stuff. That's a really interesting – it's really interesting to see a parent side of that because I was, again, about 15, 16 when we got smartphones and my mum did want to do this. She wanted to put the tracking on uh, and I vehemently fought her on that. And it vehemently. Never vehemently. I've got one hell of a v- – v- v- <laughs> <laughs> Of what? One, a I? vocabulary? I I, I'm not even going to try and say it again. Vocabulary. There we go. Um, is it vehemently or vehemently? Really? We're going to be. I don't know. Vehemently. This is a great show. <laughs> is, really it, is, is it vehemently show. or vehemently? Vehemently. I'm saying it's definitely not vehemently. It's vehemently. <laughs> You're so. There's too many God, syllables. This workplace is just how absurd. many how many syllables in your uh, telling of that word? Vehemently. <laughs> Four. Vehemently. Why does it have to be three? Because that's how it's said. <laughs> okay. You've just decided. Yeah. Thanks. Tweet us um, uh, at EFGM. Is it uh, three syllables or four? Vehemently. There's something wrong with that word. Uh, anyway, so the, from the tracking app that I rejected vehemently. Now you say it the second time. Maybe it is right. Yeah, anyway, uh, talk it up. Anyway, you rejected the tracking app. She then wanted to do a speed app. So when I got my, my red peas, she wanted to install. Damn straight. Yeah, well, I, I hate to break it to you. Every time I went for a drive, I turned my phone off. Because I was taking the key. Was it your car? It was my car. I, w- I would have locked it up. My, it's my car. Do you still living at home? Yes. My rules, buddy. See, now this is where we'll see. You're coming at this from a very different point of view. Anyway, mum learnt that that wasn't going to work and that I wasn't going to be tracked like that, and it and it and it didn't go well. But I, I, it's very interesting to see it from your side of things, and I guess there is no right answer here because it's a question. Yeah, of, there is. Parents always right. Yeah, but every parent has a different view on how... On There's your biggest problem. What, but that's what I'm saying. There's no yes. right answer. Every parent's going to do this differently. They're going to want to do this yeah. differently. Uh, it's a question of... I mean, the technology is always going to be available. Technology has been available for 10 years. It's always going to be available. You will always be able to track your kids if you want to. It's a question of whether or not you're going to force them to be tracked or not. How do you feel? What What are you going to do if Jackson turns around and says, listen, mate, not happening? I'll be like, cool. No more phone then. Right. I'm paying for the phone. Yeah, sure. I'm paying for the plan. All right, let's just, because this is an interesting scenario. Yeah. What if he then goes and gets a job yep. and then buys a phone? Okay, great. That's good. You, and then you're fine with him? No, no, where's he living now? <laughs> you're really, this is going to be the hill you die on, is tracking him. No, I didn't say it's going to just, I didn't say at what age it's going to continue to. I don't want to track him when he's 18. Sure. But well, I don't but, know yet. You know, he's 12. Well, there's a long way to go. I can imagine. Yeah. This is in year seven. Sure. I can imagine him being year nine. And me going, you know what? He, he, he's on his own now. Yeah, right. Like, sure. But I see it's interesting because again, as a parent, you learn these things. It's like you got to teach your kids about communication. It's mm. like, dude, when I send a message, if you've got it and there's an answer to be given, give one. Yeah, right. Don't just say it to yourself. You know, <laughs> you've actually got to communicate. Yeah. So, I would, I would happily relinquish all app tracking. Mm. If I could guarantee that he was just going to respond and, and answer you and need, let me know where you are, sure. we're at Peno now, we're doing this thing, whatever, yeah. just 
communicate. Yep. So that's actually the difference. And remember, when I was a kid, we didn't have mobile phones. Mm. Where the best the best chance was you were going to a mate's place, you ride there, and you ring your mum and say, I'm actually going to stay here for dinner. Yep. She'd be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> she couldn't give a rat's. Yeah. No, um, no I'm following. Mm. Uh, look, interesting space. Alcatel, how much? 350? No, the, uh, the Alcatel's 180. Sorry, the, the Space, the space talk, talk is 350. 350. The space one, talk- 180 and a, and $10 a month for the SIM yeah, card. Yeah, 10 bucks a month That's for the SIM good. card with uh, unlimited calls, texts, and all the data. It's a gigabyte of data, it's plenty. Anyway, uh, interesting conversation with a young man. How old are you now? 21. 21. What a cool product. I think it's a cool product. Yeah, I don't think you would have shunned it because as a kid, you'd be like, oh, cool, I've got a smartwatch, What's man. What's the cheapest way you could track something? Like yeah. with GPS? Oh, cheapest up, up front or cheapest ongoing? Cheapest ongoing. Well, I would just go and buy, go to JCAR and buy a GPS tracker and put the cheapest possible SIM you can get into it. Maybe $10 a month is probably the cheapest. Yeah, that sounds really uh, cheap. And then just, you know, slip it How in the car, the bag. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. a car. I'd love to keep a tracker on my car. Well, I've got one in the office. Got one, Danny. That's really cool. Yeah, remind me. We've got one somewhere in the somewhere in this. How much building. do you pay for a GPS tracker? Like a small little, like a spy. It's about this bug. Like a it's James this, Bond. It's about this big. So, it's um, like a tennis ball. No. Well, well, you're whole, well, hello. Okay, so it's it's three and a half centimeters wide. Thank you. Two centimeters tall and probably okay, so a, a centimeter and a half. And what would you pay for it? Three ninety nine at J Car. Well, that's that's a lot of money. Well, do you want to track the car or not? Well, I guess I do. But for four hundred bucks, you just paid one eighty for that phone. For that watch, sorry, for that watch. Why wouldn't you? But you why wouldn't I just buy an Alcatel watch? Because it you'd have to charge it every day, whereas the GPS tracker <laughs> oh, probably only need to charge. Oh. Well, the GPS tracker is going to have to be charged no, somehow, just, but I think you could hardwire it. Sure, right. Yeah. Um, to like a really big battery pack and then hide it in someone no, else's no, car. Just wire it into your car. Oh, you want to put it in someone else's car? Oh. Man, I don't want to get involved. EFTM. <laughs> You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Mate. You can't know where your girlfriend is all the time. That's I'm just saying. Not what I was getting at. Hey, speaking of cars, did you see the great article at EFTM.com about Hyundai, oh. Hyundai's um, digital key? No, I didn't. So they have announced a technology. To be very clear, this is not available in a Hyundai today, but they've announced a technology which I think will be available later in the year, if not next year. Mm-hmm. NFC is essentially what it is in the door. So you can use your smartphone as the key. Awesome. So cool. I'm in on that. That's incredible. Right, so they put an NFC chip in the door, yep. and the NFC, for those that don't know, is near-field communication. It's the little chip that allows you to tap and go, go and do all those things. Yep. And it's secure, right? It's not um, uh, It's not something, despite all the conspiracy theories, it's not something that can be essentially duplicated because it's token-based, right? It's, yeah, yep. Um, and what, well, I assume what would happen is obviously the car, or oh, the car may regenerate a token every time. It's locked and unlocked. You never know. But the phone certainly could and would, and would communicate mm-hmm. that with the car. Yep. Um, but trust me, Hyundai aren't going to launch a digital key if it's easily hackable. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, here's 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 a tip: there's not um, there's not uh, black market Opal cards going around, are there? <laughs> well, exactly. Are there? It, well, no, there aren't. No, because well, it's not possible. It's the technology. Well, the thing is, it is possible, but it's so, the the chances are so incredibly slim of being able to recreate a valid token mm. that you wouldn't you would. That's right. Battle infinitely. This is my this is my point, yeah. right? For people that have security concerns about yeah. these things. So the idea is you've got your, the Hyundai app on your phone. You just walk up to the phone. You just tap, and it's open. And you put, put your phone. I'm assuming you put the phone How in the in the, do you think in the Qi charger. Well, no, it's pretty much tap on. Like they would make okay. it super low energy, so it's yep. pretty much need to tap close. Yep. Like tap your key. Following your phone really close. Because you think about how keyless entry is actually pretty bloody good right now. That. You can you can be standing outside the car mm-hmm. and it knows like it beeps at you when you've left the key in the car, so it knows within a very small radius. It's not mm. like the radius is many many meters no, no. around a car. So well, the Teslas do all right though, don't they, with their keyless entry? Yeah, they've got they, a little tag style yeah. thing as well. And Hyundai have got a uh, uh, looks like a you know tap and go card as well. But this is built into your phone. Yeah, built into your phone. There's also a card you can get and a normal key. And and they reckon it'll be in production vehicles at the end of this year. End of this year? Yeah, I don't know whether they'll be That's sold quick. in Australia or, or oh. whether it'll be next year. We're always left behind. That's the thing. We always have to tag everything we do with not sure if this will be. And, you know, if we do find out it's in Australia, it's always late. Why are we always left behind? I'm filthy. It's bullshit. Because we're a, we're great... a small market, mate. Hello? 24 million people in Sydney alone? Well, there's 24 million people in most cities around oh, the world. Well... Right? So just it's difficult. I just calm okay, down. Righto. But just on cars, um, because as of today, we are uh, commencing a long-term review of a couple of cars. Ooh. Uh, the Holden Equinox. 
Yes. Um, oh, so wait, you got that downstairs? That's downstairs. That's nice. Yep, you can't drive me too young. Imagine if you're older, you when can drive I, all these cars. When am I not too young? Yeah, I'm thinking 30. <laughs> that's not That's not right. I'd have to check, but I, I don't think it's going to be before you're 25, mate. 25. At mm. the very least. Most insurance things are like 25 and under is, you know, you're a massive <sighs> risk. And let's be I, honest, the, you've admitted here on the show you are a massive a, risk. I, it's unbelievable how well I crash cars. But how good will it be if you stick around till then? <laughs> Why would you say I would go elsewhere, Trev? We have a great time here. The air conditioning because, isn't on too often. It's a little frustrating. And we you're do- a young man with a great prospect and an education you, you're putting a lot of effort into. I'm assuming you're going to use that education at some point. This is the biggest rap I've ever received, and it's live on the podcast. I love it. Um, <laughs> Let's be clear. I've said this to you before. Oh, no, you're very kind of me. Anyway, um, but why would you not be using that education at some point? Oh, mate, listen, this isn't a podcast about John. It's uni and how long it's taking. No, I want to know. Um, no, I would do, I guess, at some point. But I just, look, we have a lot of fun here. We, EFTM's a great place to work. If we're hiring, fans should <laughs> Um, we do need a HR department at some point. The boss is a tyrant. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I prefer dictator. Right, okay. Uh, anyway, so the Holden Equinox, which is a uh, mid-size SUV. Yep. Bowen's like just going to hate if he, he hears this because I'm going to describe it wrongly. But essentially, it's not a big seven-seater, right? The Arcadia, which Bowen loves, is the big seven-seater. Right. Um, so we'll filter this over a few months. We're going to have this until September or so. Well, um, that's, that's long. Yeah, well, because it's, it's what, what I call a simulated ownership. Right, okay, so I right, want to know sure. what it's re- like. Is it a pain in the ass to wash? I mean, these are stupid things you don't do in a one week yeah, review, yeah. right? Yep. Um, you know how how bad does it get with the kids in the back, or are those seats really easy to wipe up? I don't know, right? Um, but will GC uh, Bowen's wife will drive it a bit? You know, they'll have, they've got their small kid. I have got three kids. We'll go on some road trips. It'll be it'll be a good car to to test out and determine whether or not it's really you know in the running for that sure. mid size SUV market. And the other one for a little while we've we've got ourselves a Hyundai Ioniq fully electric. Oh, you got a fully electric yeah. one. So the one out the front How now exciting. is not hybrid, not you plug fil- in. You were filthy on the hybrid. Yeah, I'm just like, why do you want to? If it's, you're gonna go electric, go electric. Everyone that I told about that was amazed at the technology, and you've just you've just shit all over. You've gone, it's dumb, it's stupid. There's no point. Yeah, I don't want to plug something in only to then have it last, you know, 30 k's and then have to fill it up with petrol. Hello, didn't you know, that thing last I, 60 k's? I had a Hyundai Elantra over the weekend, yep. and I took it back and I put a full tank of petrol in it because I thought. Thank you, Hyundai. I'm not going to need to go to a petrol station again for some time. Because <laughs> okay, right. I'm just going to plug into the wall. Yeah, sure. How good is it? What's the range? 220 is what it started at. So does 220 that, is does heaps. That, but does that bother you? No. Mate, you could not get to Bathurst on 220. I'm, I'm not, if I'm going to go to Bathurst, I'll take the Equinox. Yeah, but what if... Okay, well, how much does this? Does the Ionic cost? I couldn't tell you that, but it's. I think it's under 50. Under could even 50, be. Right. You buy a car like that and you want to be able to take it places. Buy a car I'm, like that? What? Well, you buy a car for that kind of money. You want to be able to go for a drive. To most Bathurst. cars are that kind of money. That's what I'm saying. And most cars would get you to Bathurst. Great. So I feel like I'd buy this thing and I'd just go, well, shit, now I can't really take it everywhere I wanted to take it. We've had this conversation. That's the biggest problem with electric cars right now mm. is range. Only only when you're thinking distance like that. Yeah. So we've got to get to a point where we have charging stations and all that kind of stuff. But... As a city runabout, which 90% of cars are. A fantastic car. Mate, plug it in at night, yep. uh, even on a trickle charge. Yes. And you're probably not going to need to do much other than plug it in at night every week. Mm. Uh, you know, we're not going to need to go to a petrol station, not going to need to go to a charging point. But then there's the, when you do go to the shops now and then, and this is the thing, when I had the Jaguar I-Pace, I went specifically, where's a, where's a charging charge? There's an EV button in this car, which is the first thing I noticed. I'm like... I don't need an EV button because I don't need to switch to EV. But you press it and the infotainment system goes to its electric kind of information screen. Oh, that's cool. How much battery? Yeah. Um, where's the nearest charger? So, oh, it's got a little... Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what I'm looking forward to doing is going, okay, I'm at the shops. Oh, crap, there's a charger here. I might take it. Yep. You know, use it and do those things. So that'll be interesting. So we'll have that for a little while to get a better sense of, you know, this range anxiety thing because I don't, I don't genuinely think... That 220 k's is a problem if you're mm. a city-based person who just you know drives to work and back every day. Would that be the lowest range on an EV car at the moment? <sighs> Couldn't answer that. I feel like that'd be pretty. Uh, that, that I think like- the probably the BMW i3 um, would probably have lower. Yeah, mm. but anyway. So we've got those two cars in the EFTM garage now. You Just can stand by for those reviews. Stand by in six for the, stand by for it. No, no. What we do is every month we 
you know, we talk about how the experience thus far, what's it been like and oh. how's it been going and, you know, there's two very, very different types of cars there. But um, we'll, How about that Audi you've got at the moment? Can we just come to something more exciting The Audi RS5 Sportback, yeah. So Bowen's full review is already up Christ. on that because he went to the launch, but I've just got that pure for car porn. <laughs> and just to make the neighbours here jealous. No, no, my neighbours at home. It's sitting at home. Um, oh, okay, right. And uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, the Melbourne Grand Prix is this weekend. Right. So I just want it in the, in the driveway when people so, come around to watch the Grand Prix. Of course, you're yeah. essentially displaying to the fans that you're a wanker. Yeah. That we've publicly stated prior yeah. in this episode. Um, How, man, it's a beautiful car. I could never afford it. It's $157,000 plus it really the options that, that it's got on it. takes to about one hundred and seventy something. Have you floored it? No. How do, you don't, how do you don't listen to the podcast? We just, we just want to know. Is it fast? No, I haven't. Because I, I don't drive cars like that. I don't do spiritual driving like so Bowen does. I just drive it boring along the freeway because that's sure. how they get. That's how it's like people saying my Tesla goes naught to hundred and three seconds. Who gives a shit? Hello. When are you ever going to use that? The thrill of it all the time. No, if I had a Tesla, I would do that all. I could tell and, you exactly and you how you wouldn't quick my have a license. And you wouldn't have a license. <sighs> These are the problems with young people today. <laughs> this is the EFTM podcast. EFTM podcast. John, we do it all thanks to the good people at JBL. Have you seen this uh, JBL Charge 4? That's the oh, 4, yeah. actually. It's the 4. What's this thing? You know what's interesting? Um, people people see these products. So that's the Charge 4. Yeah. I'll hand it to you. And both these products hey, are cool. at uh, EFTM.com. Oh, I like how big the buttons um, are. The Charge 3, last year's version. Yes. So here's my thing. You can get the Charge 3 now discounted because obviously they're running them out. 120 bucks. The Charge 4, that's yeah. 200, right? It's 198 yep. bucks. Mate, I sat here yesterday, and there's video evidence of it because Bowen looked at the cameras, um, <laughs> reviewing these. And it's very interesting because I had uh, two phones, and I hooked them up to Spotify. Yep. And what I forgot was I was using one Spotify account. You can only play on one device. Sure. So it was actually really interesting. On one phone, so I had two phones sitting in front of me. I had two speakers behind me. Yep. You play on Bohemian Rhapsody, and then the other phone would stop playing. And so you're listening currently on the Galaxy. Yeah, right, of course. And so what you do is say, listen, on this phone, yes. And it would actually flick between them, almost perfectly in sync. Mm. So, Because it's very rare to be able to hear two speakers side by side. Now, Especially I'm, iterations of the same. I'm not, exactly. I'm not saying the Charge 3 is a bad speaker. It's beautiful. Mm. But the reason the Charge 4 has a bigger battery is not because it has better battery life. still 20 hours. Right. Yes, you could charge your mobile phone off the back because it's you know got a USB port in it and you can cool. get juice for your phone. But... I reckon the battery has entirely gone into powering the sound. It's louder. Yep. It's a little bit crisper, but it's still JBL deep bass solid sound. And they, and they do that well. Yeah, they do that well. They so anyway, that well. that's the JBL Charge 4. Details of that little puppy at EFTM.com, and you can buy them at jbl.com.au. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Now, I was scrolling through the uh, the EFTM um Facebook page. This is not what we refer to it as. No. I'm not sure how long you've been here, mate, but it's EFTM. Yeah. It's an acronym. And if you ever say that, I will kill you. Right, okay, I see. Um, but you said it at CES, and I just wanted to re- you know, reinstate the uh, the rule that's right. not said like that. If, the, if I was on the EFTM mate, Facebook if you need, page, what would I find? If you need to know how it's said. Good day, everyone. I'm Daniel Ricardo, and you're listening to EFTM. Everything for the man. Mate, you know what? I'm bringing back the everything for the man just because it he sounds good when he says it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He smashed yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. You don't, you don't need to remind people. Oh, so I'm just going to keep mentioning um, It's interesting on Facebook when we post up because obviously as people who run the Facebook page, we can see who you know how many people. Although We have not, analytics, Trev. It's not showing it now, obviously. But I put a thing up earlier in the week about a bloody vacuum. Yeah, no, it's not showing the oh, analytics okay, at the right, moment. I, I don't know why. It's very um, annoying. Right. Uh, about a, did about you see this? Vacuum. The LG uh, vacuum. You didn't see this post? I did, I, so the image is familiar. I didn't read it, Trev. Mate, uh, I'm, not, like, I'm not excited by a vacuum. I'm a young man. I don't mate, need to... People were tagging each other. Now, I don't want to break <laughs> it to you. <laughs> That's a lot of comments. I don't want to break it to you, Carl and Shane, but, mate, don't tag your wife on a vacuum post. All oh. right? <laughs> That's oh, just no. that's just my advice. But anyway, I was blown away by how many people wow. uh, were tagged in this post, right? That seems so exciting. Some bloke, uh, Matt, said, or oh, just buy a Xiaomi robot vacuum and save yourself the time because it's a robot vac- – It's a, sorry, it's a vacuum and a, ro- and a mop. Yep. But I said, mate, there's no chance because I've tested a robot uh, vacuum and mop, and that's the Ecovacs. There's no chance this thing would uh, even compete because this thing from LG – is a vacuum with rotating mopping heads. Oh, yeah. And it has settings where you can say how much water gets dispersed onto the mopping heads. Like, those heads literally rotate 
you know, they're motorized. So it's not just you wipe because I don't know. Have you ever uh, mopped? No, that oh, sounds like hard work. Knew that question was gonna. So I'd... you've never mopped? I've never mopped. No, I mean, I've no, I've never mopped. No, <laughs> I've done a whole lot of sweeping and vacuuming. I've never mopped anything. So back in the day, it's not back in the day. People, when, I assume people still mop. Back in the day, when I was a boy, a right. mop was a bucket of water. Yep. And uh, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. A, a mop. mop. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 it, you know what? What do you? It's like string, right? Or lo- hundreds of I, little. I know what a mop right? looks like. No, 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 no. Like. But no, no. But the modern mop doesn't look like that. Right. So back in the day, you would you would put it in the water. You would wring out the water. You would you would kind of do a motion to clean the floor. I, say, I worked in an old okay. pizza shop, and they had an old mop like that. So I know what you're talking. So about. the reason that don't exist much anymore because they're disgusting. They're, they're just it's just a filthy germs, yeah. right? Yep. These days, a mop is more commonly described as just this. Flat bit of microfiber cloth that you buy at Woolies on the end of a stick, sure. and you put water down, and you just you're just scrubbing the floor with the with microfiber water. cloth, yeah, and sure. then you you wipe it off. Following that's the way people mop nowadays. So this thing is essentially the cloth heads that they spin, spin. So right. you're going to get because the problem with mopping is you, you know there's a bit of grime on the floor. You want to spin? Like I'm blown away by it. Now it's going to be twelve hundred bucks. It's the yeah. LG uh, A9 Ultimate. I don't know. But is this is this a head for the like a vacuum? No, thing, yeah. So basically, a my understanding, and I'm, I think I'm seeing the people from LG tomorrow uh, at a home like launch for yep. all their products. So I think this will be there. The A9 is a stick vacuum. The A9 Ultimate has this head on it. Right. Right. Okay. So I don't think you would bother buying this head separately because you would just buy it in the in the first place. But sure. essentially, this is a an advanced head. For the A9 vacuum. This crazy motor mopping thing. But see, the thing for me is there's there's two parts about this. Yeah, great that it mops because mm. I, I, I would like a motorized mop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but frankly, I'd prefer that to a robot as well. But if it's mopping and vacuuming at the same time, <laughs> mind blown. That's kind of cool. Because I'm forced to vacuum yep. and then mop. So you're essentially doing everything twice. Twice. This is if this is a one stop shop. How long does vacuuming count take me? you? Out of curiosity, you got a big joint. Yeah, you made a lot of money. You've got a big place. <sighs> Two stories. I'm in a lot of debt, John. Um, CEO, founder of VFTM.com. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've never timed it, but, but I, what an in, hour in a in a three hour stint. Yeah, I can I can do the bath. I can clean the toilets. I can vacuum and and mop, and I can tidy up. The kind of kitchen. I'm, I'll argue that an hour and a half of that is at least vacuuming and mopping. Yeah, bro, bro, yeah I'd say so. So you'd cut that down to 45 minutes for the smooth. If we could do if that, yeah, that. that'd be great. That's a really. So what's the name? What are they calling it? The LG a- Cord Zero A9. So Cord a- Zero is their kind of terminology for any of their cool, um, you know, vacuumy products. Yep, that's uh, they've cool. got a few of them. But that yeah, is very cool. The LG A9. So this, if you're wondering what I'm talking about and you haven't seen it on the Facebook, uh, Facebook, uh, we'll just go to eftm.com and search for the LG A9. Genuinely impressed. Can't wait to give it a try. Uh, details at eftm.com. This is the EFTM podcast. EFTM. John, what is that enormous thing under your desk? <laughs> oh, hang on. That sounded inappropriate. Wow! This is why we need a HR department. That's nah, not acceptable. It's all good, man. Uh, the Acer Predator Orion 9000. I said a lot of lame and geeky words in a row there. It's a massive desktop PC. Trev, this thing is a tank. I'm talking $5,000 roughly worth of computer gear. It's got what? Big... Yeah. 5000 Hello. Welcome to the wide world of PC gaming where we can do things you can't. Uh, it's got great, really cool colored fans on it. It looks... Fa- you can't tell me it doesn't look fantastic. It looks fantastic. Yeah. It looks big. what's well, huge. It's like fantastic. I've never seen a computer that big. It's enormous. It's a really big I, I couldn't even tell you what form factor it is. It's just it's a custom form factor. I think it's an enormous thing. Um and it's fantastic. Trev, I've been using it to test and play some awesome video games over the last few days, and I've never used such gaming technology before. It's fantastic. What? So, but you've had a gaming machine. Well, I've had a gaming machine. So the thing, the thing about gaming machines, right? As opposed to buying an Xbox or a PlayStation, you, they come with very, um, I'm going to say, established technology. You can't, you don't, you don't go around upgrading your Xbox or upgrading your PlayStation. You're not getting the most out of what the gaming experience could be. In PC gaming, you can get high-end graphics processing cards, and you can get high-end parts that allow you to do a lot cooler things rendering games at higher qualities and playing at higher frame rates than you've seen games before. So it's a smoother and nicer experience. So when you spend $5,000 on a gaming PC like the Acer Predator Orion 9000, my God, that sounds lame. Could you hook it up to a TV? You could. And it looks fantastic. Really? Because the thing is, the 
with five thousand dollars with the gaming computer, you're getting a, a beautiful graphics card that can do some wonderful things. I think I earlier earlier this week described it as being able to render a Pixar movie. These things have a lot of power in them. Bullshit. Which is an, which is a ridiculous overstatement because that takes a lot of computer power. But you know they, they can do a lot of really high class rendering that allows for really beautiful graphics. So yeah, you could hook it up to a TV and it would look fantastic. Um, and I've been having a blast all week. It's it's amazing. I didn't I, I didn't talk that up too much. That's truly I've been having a great. Have time. you written it up yet? No, of course not. Eftm.com coming no, soon. Because then when I write it up, then I have to give it back, so, and I refuse to do that. So I don't know. Still, you can't convince me to buy a gaming computer though for five thousand dollars. Well, you were talking to my son weirdly. Um, Your son reached out to me, and we yeah. just established that before, <laughs> before I get classed in any sort of group. Your son reached out to me for gaming advice, because that's, that's, that's what I do. I offer on my articles, please reach out to me, john at eftm.com. Mm. I'm happy to take gaming questions and answer anything. So for the record, my son bypassed me and went straight to John. Well, because I'm uh, the source of knowledge, and you're just... No, nah, because he asked me a question, and I said, I'll text John, and I was texting you, and he, he obviously stood there and went, what about this dude? I'm just going to email him. <laughs> old man. Anyway, PlayStation 4 looks good. It does look good? Uh... Mate, it works fine every time. It works fine, and and you can't for the refute updates. that. Do you still have to do updates on a PC game? Yeah, hundred percent. Well, that's annoying. Things change all the time. Things change. Things it's annoying, get... but that's like five hundred bucks. Mate, you're doing an update on our sound machine here. Sound machine. <laughs> uh, Things update. Five hundred dollars for a PS4. Yes. How seriously have you got to take gaming to want to spend even a thousand on a gaming PC? Uh, a lot. Yeah, oh, you can be you can kind of be a hobbyist at a thousand, uh, but to spend five thousand, you need to be a serious geek. Um, so you're part of the the the, the uh, gaming team. You're a real you're a real proper nerd once you spent more than about two grand on a gaming setup. Um, and to answer your question, there's nothing wrong with a PlayStation, and there's nothing wrong with an Xbox. You're gonna get great 4K quality out of those things, um, but the the difference comes. It, it's like it's like a car, right? It's it's a great way to put it. You've got a car guy who's going to do all these great things for his car. He's going to put coilovers and, and make it all exciting. And get Coilovers? Brand- What's a coilover? Do you not know what a coilover no, is? No, mate, no idea. It's like, a, it's like a different form of spring to lower your car. So you can raise and lower it whenever you- You're a car guy. Wow. It's been a long time for you, huh? Wow. Anyway, it's like, it's like a car, right? So you could, you could drive your car from point A to point B, and it's going to mm. work, and it's going to get you there, and it might even be a little quick and, and fun to drive. Or you get really excited and put new wheels on it and redo all the interiors and do all these things that normal people don't care about. And, and you might do up the exhaust and fly past someone on the road and, you know, you're still driving. But for you, the experience is just that much more Mate, exciting. I put new wheels and a sick exhaust on my Sayad Ibiza. <laughs> I did the same thing to my Honda Prelude. So, mate, listen... So you're I, saying I should be a PC gamer in that moment? No, because it's because it's different. Your passion isn't in gaming. Your passion's in cars. But that's that's how a gamer. Okay, sees no, it. no, stop. Oh, I love my racing car games. Yeah. Now there's a thing called iRacing. Yes. Very big. People talk about it all the time. Sure. Is that really going to be better than Assetto Corsa or F1? Mate, listen. It's not your thing. You don't know. What are you trying to say? I don't know racing games as well as I as I as you do. Not nearly as well as you sure. do. Sure. But when, you, when it comes to talking about experiences and spending money on PC gaming, there's no point doing it unless you get some pride or joy of looking at a computer and going, shit, that's mine. Look how cool it looks. It's got cool, it's got cool lights and I can run well, this Well, here's what you need to do. You need to get, you need to reach out to the good people at one of these big box companies. Acer. Yep. Predator. And just say, listen, man cave. Because I'm prepared to bring the, bring the seat here. I'm pretty sure Thrustmaster wheel... Or the Logitech, one of the two wheels that I've got will work on PC. Right, and we can we can do a big gaming setup for you. Yeah, with the wheel. For us, well, it's for us. Obviously. Oh, for us, because you're the only one that plays. You're the only one that plays racing games. Who you kidding? wouldn't play a racing I, game with my play seat. It's the well, best. Well, like if you had like a wheel and like a gear changer, you have all. You've got a gear changer. You don't use a gear changer in F1. Don't you? you got paddles. Oh fuck, that's cool. Yeah, that's kind of really cool. Um, last time I was in a car that had paddles, I did some very illegal things. What sort of things? Well, only to do with the speed limit. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> anyway, I think I think we should set up a gaming PC. Okay, we can do that. We can do that. That's a thing that can happen. Um, probably not with the Predator Orion 9000. That's a bit of an overkill. Okay. That thing is nearly... doesn't good. sound like overkill to me. It sounds like perfect. Well, <laughs> it's just... It's a lot of computer. It's a, And it takes a lot of power to power something like that. Okay. Or should we be building one from scratch with all the components? Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm, I can happily do that. Um, it's a bit of fun. Are you willing to 
no. fund this project? <laughs> oh, okay, right. There we go. So unless it's a rort, uh, you won't be involved. Okay, right. Now that we've established that. I just wanted to make sure you're on the same page here, brother. You know what's also exciting about gaming, trip? I played a game a few weeks ago now by the name of Days Gone. Are you a horror man? No. So, okay. Yeah, you're, no, you're, you're a me. pussy. You've lost me straight up if there's horror involved. <laughs> okay, well, I'm a pussy too. And I went I went to go test this game, and they had fake zombies hanging from the fucking Oh, they had a launch. You're not talking about it. At oh, a right, launch. Right. I went to it like, to play a video game, and they were like, they decorated this whole thing with scary lights and you're weird You're so creepy. new to this, aren't you? It's great. Oh, it's just a lot of effort to... Anyway. And they got a lot of effort to launch phones. Oh, geez, Let's absurd. be honest. They could just anyway. say, here it is. Well, the game is flipping fantastic. Review, full reviews up at EFTM.com. Days Gone is this horror game where you kind of follow this really intense storyline in this post-apocalyptic world and there's zombies and it's intense and it's scary and it's fun. You shoot the hell out of shit and you've got to try and survive and I'm not very good at surviving so I died a whole lot. There are jump scares. I just don't like it's zombie games. It's not a game for the kids. I'll, zombies aren't real. Um, Hello? These games make them seem realistic? Yeah, but... That's, that's what's scary about it, you clown? Yeah, that's why I like games that, are, that could theoretically be real. But that's... I feel like this isn't a difficult concept. They pose a situation that could potentially happen like some chemical outbreak that leads to the evolvement or disfiguration of humans into these weird zombie-ass creatures that do crazy dumb shit, like eat people. Huh? Do you see how that's not even, like, say that's plausible? No. Do you see that's what? EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. I've taken over that button. Let the record show. Oh, look at you. You're in your groove there with the fade and everything. Look at the record show. John reached over and ended that segment himself. It's dumb. Stupid. You've just shit on my segment. (laughs) Trev, uh, I've got another one for you. Oh, this will be good. (laughs) Well, this one I'm actually filthy about, and I'm prepared to get a little rolled up here, so please feel free to turn the volume down Mm. on the EFTM podcast. Mm. Smart TVs are now displaying ads in regular operation of the television. What? What? Yeah, what? Reddit users, who I love to credit because they're great at what they do, have recently documented the Chinese so, brand... On, we're giving them credit because they waste time on the internet. Fair enough. Let's go. <laughs> have documented Chinese brand Xiaomi, who are known for a lot of really cool tech, namely yeah. in the phone space. The Xiaomi televisions displaying 30 to 60 second commercials... At a few different points. So when you turn the television on, one user documented having to watch a 60-second ad for turning the television on before they could do anything, an unskippable 60-second ad. Another one documented that every time he went to switch the source to go from HDMI 1 to HDMI 3, he had to watch a 30-second commercial every time he switched an unskippable commercial. And that's fucking ridiculous! You buy a television, how can they force you to watch? So this got me a little riled up, Trev. I said, surely, while I'm getting angry here, surely Xiaomi isn't the only company doing this. I did a little bit more research, and about three years ago now, in 2016, a few users documented that Samsung televisions had an ad in the bottom left corner of the menu. Mm. What the fuck is that? See, I'm okay with that. Why? Um, Okay, stop. Yeah. How? Mate, you bought the television. Yeah, I know, but it's just suggesting content to me. It's not suggesting content. It's the, the Samsung one, the, the screenshots I've seen are suggesting content. Shoving content down your throat. And the older ones did. They seem to suggest movies, like The Incredibles and that sort of stuff. One that came out this week suggested a video game that you can't even get on the television. It was literally just an ad. What the fuck and why and how is this? Exce- I, look, I'm anti-Foxtel. Free to air TV is good on you. That's a, necess- that's a necessity. But I pay for Stan. I pay for Netflix at one point, Amazon and all the other streaming services as well. If there was a single ad, I'd cancel my subscription faster than anything else. Faster than. Why are you so anti commercial? I'm just angry. Look, I'm all sweaty and riled up now. Because the aircon's not on? Well, you should probably turn the aircon on. Can you please pay the bill? Mate, the aircon's on. You turn it off. Um, I think that's dumb. I think it's really stupid. If you pay for a television, especially the Xiaomi one, where you have to sit Mate, there and. I don't watch- want to break it to you. You bought the cheapest brand television in China. How are you okay with this? You buy the product. No, well, I wouldn't buy it. But you, what about the Samsung one? Well, A, there's no documented evidence of this happening in Australia. 
And well, it's it's inevitable. It follows. You think it's it inevitable? Follows, it is. If it's happening in America, it's happening in Australia. It'll just it'll happen eventually. And I don't think well, we do have a Samsung television. Can we turn it on? Can we see if our Samsung television has this? It doesn't, mate. I've turned it on recently. All I'm saying is... You need to calm down. Well, no, because, mate, it's a stepping stone. It's a stepping stone, right? Right now, the televisions have ads. And then maybe next time you start your car, there's an ad on your main display. And then maybe you boot your phone and you've got to watch a commercial before you do anything else. All I'm saying is if we're going to let television manufacturers put ads into the functions of a... So Xiaomi have also done this with their smartphone. Their settings app, in some documented cases, has played ads in the settings app. Of the phone. So, back in the day, I had this radio show every night. I don't know if you remember it. I do. Talking about technology. Great show. Uh, good times. Good really times. Really cool operator how, on that show. How well has that place gone? Um, <laughs> <laughs> see, had a lot to do with you being there. No, not at all. But anyway, uh, there was a company. I don't know what they were called. We interviewed them. But they, they had an app. Uh, or maybe they were a telco. Mm. And you got more data every month because you watched ads on your phone. So, the unlock screen had to unlock through an ad or something. And you got extra data. Mm. That was going down. Yeah, but that's different. That's a choice. You make a choice to watch an ad to get more data, and that's a decision. If I can get paid in, through some variety, okay, for watching an ad. All right, turn that's that on Ted. Then you, what if you could get? What if the Xiaomi TV yep. was half the price of the other ones? I wouldn't do it over because you kind of have to deal with it for a longer period of time, and I feel like they'd they'd come a point where watching an ad wouldn't be worth over buying a more expensive television. So the mobile phone, you could choose to go. Yeah, no, this month we're out. We're going to go back to normal bloody phones now, and now ignore the you, ads. But if, if with the television, you've, you're stuck with it. You're stuck with the television right. for a while. You know, and 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 it's more a question of how does how do you think that that's okay? How how is it acceptable that you can buy a product, right, and and force Ads. And the thing is, they're adding these after the fact. So you're buying this television; it's operating like a normal television. No, I'll tell for a you while. right now, it's in the fine print, probably. <laughs> but that's dumb, Trev. I feel like there needs to be more outrage about this. Well, I look forward to reading about it at AFTM.com. There'll and be a firing people up. There'll be a blow up. Hello, that's it'll what I'm just be me. How many swear words can I put in one article? None. Oh, okay. Or maybe no, none. <laughs> John's fired up, folks. He's very. Itchy. I'm worried about you, mate. Well, mate, chill. but can you imagine? Like, imagine just, if hang it was... on, just stop for a second, okay? What? Just breathe in here. Just breathe in here. Ready to go? But imagine it was your car. No, no, imagine... no, 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 Like the key in the ignition. John. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Just, just calm down, mate. Now, we've got to go, but I just need to ask you a question because it's been playing on my mind today. Go on. How would you describe my, my attire today? Uh, casual, but like you were trying a little bit too hard with that. I don't know. What? It's like you're. A <laughs> what what you could have casual. said was shorts, a button up shirt. That's well, what you could have said. I could have said that, but I was. Okay, sh- but you were <laughs> fucking <laughs> being over analytical, you prick. Anyway, by the way, I'm wearing thongs. So here's the thing. Okay, well you're not wearing thongs. Not right now, but today yeah. I caught the bus to the train station. Got the train. Yep. Had a change trains at Central to go to the airport line. Yeah, sure. Standing on the platform, and by that time it was nine fifty. Nine fifty in the morning. Uh, in the morning, yeah. Everyone's at work. Morning, but I got to tell you, I felt really uncomfortable. I thought I think I was the only person on the platform in thongs. Well, everyone was on. The, everyone was either going to what no, university? I don't know. Some people were going to workplaces. I don't know where. And they were you're going. a dope in thongs. Is it inappropriate to wear thongs during the day? Okay. On a weekday? So now, now I feel like a weekend's it's cool, but this is hard because I'm anti thongs. Whoa. You've you've never seen my feet. Mate, there's plenty never of parts will. you haven't seen that don't want to. Okay. <laughs> but I I think they're dumb. They've got no utility. <sighs> they're, listen. they're no utility. You walk out the door, you just they, you just walk through them and they're on. You so don't what need you, to do what anything. What you're trying to say is you're lazy. Is that what you're trying to say? There's no safety, there's no support. They're stupid. They're uncomfortable. You look and dumb. And people that wear them mm. are stupid. Oh, mate, you've lost everyone here. <laughs> like, no one wants to see your feet. Just buy something harsh, reasonable. Man. If you need to go to the beach, wear some shitty slip-on. I guess I don't like sandals either. No, listen. Just wear some little. When slip-on. you go to the beach, what do you wear on the beach? I wear I wear shoes. I wear joggers to the beach. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we're going to need a. Uh, we're going to need some extra Listen, time on this. Um, it's dumb. Is it, thongs are stupid. And yeah, you should feel ashamed for wearing them in public. I don't know. You know what I felt like? I felt like someone who was like, yeah, 
he's in control of himself. He doesn't have any, doesn't have a job. I felt unemployed. Yeah, good. But like powerfully unemployed, not, you know, destitute unemployed. That's because you've got a button up shirt on. That's why you felt powerful. Yeah, if I was wearing a polo, I'd be like a poor bike. (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, Look, anti-thongs. I'm okay with wearing thongs. Even if I was pretending to be okay with thongs, I don't think that it's acceptable to wear People of the world, I don't give a shit what you think. This just in. Trevor Long's a wanker. (laughs) I don't want to break it to you. That is not breaking news. No, it's not. No, it's not. (laughs) But you you did just break it to me. Um, um, I just want to say something to you, John, which I didn't put on WhatsApp. Oh, but it's just dawned on me. This is never nah, good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, you know, I love a good pun. Yeah. I love a good pun, especially in a business name. Okay. It's filling up that Hyundai with petrol. Yep. Have a go at that. Read that bit out. What's doing electrical? What's W A double T S? What's doing electrical? Wow. That's gold. That's pretty good. Ladies and gentlemen. That's pretty good. That's gold. What's doing electrical? You know, I'm just really impressed with that. Uh, you know what? And, and, and a good business name goes really far. I'm not sure where the hell EFTM came from, but What's Doing Electrical is doing a great job. <laughs> it's just EFTM. Where did it come from? Oh, well, this went well. <laughs> <laughs> come on. We'll be back next week. Well, I will be. Oh, wow. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM Podcast. EFTM.